Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Are you serious? Hello, there are plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Right now, you are killing some time with us. My name is Marcus Bronzy. And me, I'm Funk Butcher. Mmm. So, Funk. (laughs) (laughs) We like to keep things simple here at How To Kill An Hour, the podcast which shows you new ways to kill some time. Yep. Uh, One of them is a destination to find out all about How To Kill An Hour. A word? Mm. Yep, and that's howtokillanhour.com Indeed, you can find everything that we talk about on the show at howtokillanhour.com yep. Plus other bits of how to kill an hour information mm-hmm. uh, Quick hello to Matt Law getting involved via the Twitter Quick also hello to Shiloh at Alternatives and at Bionics, our cybernetic friend Sounds like one of my favourite producers when I was a kid. His name was Bionics. Yeah. I hope that's the same Bionics. We hope so. He made a, a he made grime. Yeah. That's the Bionics I know about. If it's you, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so we spoke a lot about Christmassy bits last week. Ex- expensive Christmassy bits and slightly less dear Christmassy bits as well. But I feel like I always want to have room in the show for us to discuss with you, the listener, things that are free. Well, mm. that's one of my favourite prices. <laughs> you make us sound so broke. It's a great now. Free is a great price. Free is a great price. The austerity tech show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but free free is a good. Pr- Everybody likes a bit of free. Yeah, it's true. I'd, true. I'll give you case in point: the Queen. Yeah. She don't pay for shit. <laughs> Royal family don't play for shit. <laughs> They're very happy yeah, looking people. Yeah, get yeah. me, especially Prince Harry. Yeah, get me. Yeah, getting his um. He's getting married, isn't he? Yeah. Anyway, let's not digress. I want to I share with you a, a free way to kill some time. Now, I came across something um, and it works with the brand new iPhone X. There's been a lot of hype about the iPhone X. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm meant to be saying 10 on iPhone. No. Is it? Am I meant to say X or 10? X. Are you sure? Is it 10? What did I say last you've, week? You've chastised me so much about calling it the X, but I've, I've been so consistent that you've actually come over to the X side. It is X. No, no, sorry. Yeah, you're right. It's 10. In the store, it's recognized as iPhone 10, yeah. But I'm calling but it X. U- but they use it as an X, yeah. Okay, okay cool. Yeah. cool. So the iPhone X, <laughs> um, <laughs> it has facial recognition, among a few other things that it does that the iPhone 8 doesn't. Yeah. And someone's actually managed to create an app around the facial recognition system. Okay. Uh, it's called Rainbrow, and it's a game that you use to use by raising and lowering your eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Now, the aforementioned website, howtokillanhour.com, by the time you are hearing this, we'll have a video yeah. of Funk Butcher playing this game. But yes. please, can you just describe this experience of using the iPhone X to play this rainbow game? It is like Kama Sutra for your face. 
<laughs> Literally, you your eyebrows to... were fucking your lips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's you really have to raise your eyebrows right up to whatever remaining hairline you've got, and right down to your your big old bottom lip. That's how you play this game, and it utilizes, um, yeah, the main kind of super feature of the iPhone ten, not X, <laughs> and um, it's a really enjoyable game. It's free, which mm. you all love around here. Good price, and um, it's basically a case of you using your uh, facial expressions being as animated as possible to kind of move this emoji up and down the screen avoiding these little obstacles which are kind of flying across um, the screen at the same time to get as much points as possible be good to see if there's kind of a interlink of uh, online play and you can try and see if your mates can top your score and all that kind of stuff but yeah so you literally raise your eyebrows to move your character around the screen yeah and lower your eyebrows to move around. I don't think there's ever been a game that's be had that kind of input before. Has there been a game that works with with emotions? Really? Um, I saw something online, but I think it might have been this game. Okay. Yeah, but I think this is the first kind of utilizing the app. Yeah. Um, in this manner, so you, it's a world first, baby. Do you? Did it excite you? The technology was it excited? Like, did it feel like, oh, this is an amazing new thing? I think it's the first time your face has been used as a control pad, yeah. I yeah. think that's never been done before, with yeah. the, to my memory. So, How does your face feel afterwards? Face feels very loose. <laughs> <laughs> feels like putty. You've, you've Plast- had some plasticine face. Some good facial exercises there. Yeah. Well, um, you can actually have a look at Funk's face because uh, we're filming this in 360, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, and where can you check that out, Funk, of all places? Howtokinanhour.com. <sighs> Mad, yeah. mad crazy. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see what we look like in 360 degrees. Yeah. I'm a little bit nervous. But I think it is very difficult if you're a big fan of the, the Botox and you, you, can't, you can't move your face around as freely as the rest of society. I think if there's a 360 degree sort of social media app, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I'm not going to count YouTube as a social media app. To me, I see it as like a, me- as a, as a consumption. Okay. Like it's a place where I go to consume media. I don't see okay. it as a, as a super social, not in the same way that Facebook and yeah. Instagram. And it's one way traffic. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's more like one way traffic. I mean, yeah. you can get involved and there's banter in the comments. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are savage in the comments yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. But That's character building, man. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. But I would say that it's very, very interesting. Yeah. Oh, it will be very interesting when somebody's going to take a 360 degree selfie because we've all seen those selfies that have gone wrong <laughs> when somebody's got like, you know, their, their kid in the background falling off the bed while they're trying to stunt and push out their bum and boobs for the camera. Yeah. Or you've had like, guys that are like looking sharp in pictures and their room looks like somebody, I don't know, vomited a trash can yeah. out onto the floor. Yeah. But, What's going to happen with 360 degrees? There's no hiding space no. for your nastiness. Yeah. So I think, how are we going to get around that? Is there, just, is there going to be exposure? Will this not take off? Uh, it's a tough one. Yeah. It's a tough one. I think it's going to be less selfies probably. Yeah, Because, probably. yeah, a lot of people won't, will have to be like, mm, do I really want to expose the bay the, yeah, the, the guy hiding in in, in the background and yeah. all that stuff. Do I want to expose my shitty underpants yeah. that are half sticking out of my laundry basket? Yeah. That'll be a good version of Tinder. A yeah. three hundred and sixty degrees. It's, it's not gonna be great news for the cloak and dagger people out there. No, nah, not at all. The, not the at clandestine all. crew. 
for the the clandestine catfish gang. Yeah, exactly. Uh, another new app that popped up on my phone. I just updated it before we started today's show, Funk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just updated my iPhone yeah. to the latest version of iOS. Okay, and I had this TV app. On my actual phone. Have you got the app as well? Did you get yeah, the update? Yeah, I got so, that as well. So, yeah, we're currently using my phone for something else at the moment. But what is this? T- can you talk us through the TV app as you get into it, please? So, the TV app used to be called... What used to be called, Billy? Videos or something? Yeah, yeah. videos. So, it's basically um, just that. They've got a new... I guess it's a snazzy little icon. Yeah. And I think it's the way Apple are kind of bridging their world uh, from the iPhone because there's already Apple TV yeah and I guess they're bridging it to their um, mobile devices with through this app okay so they're just they're just starting that conversation I think we're at the first stages of the TV where this is the TV war this is the first assault on the the castle of Netflix yeah they're, they're very careful with it though because yeah. When I opened the app briefly, it recommended shows from BBC iPlayer to yep, me, yep, and it recommended that. a show that I opened it. I opened it, and I went into Netflix. So at the moment, they're Netflix friendly. Yeah, but I think they want to be the go-to app that, to use it. Well, you know the story of Troy, don't you? Mm. They they built a Trojan horse, yeah. and they yep. they kind of yep. um, gifted it as an offering of peace mm-hmm. and uh, and unity. Exactly. And they hopped out like, what up, son? You got to tear shit down. You thought we was friends. That's what that's what Apple seems to be doing here with their current kind of like um, the, 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 the whole kind of, I don't know, seems like they, they're trying to um, unite the world of TV between Netflix, but you know Apple. Apple are, are a mammoth company with one yeah. objective, and that objective is uh, world domination. So you think it's fr- they don't want to share the number one spot. So you think it's it's less be friendly, less introduce Netflix into our world, yeah. get people used to using Netflix. And Billy doesn't believe me, but I can yeah. tell by his body language. A hundred percent, I did it. I know what I did on my phone, bro. <laughs> yeah. uh, hun- what? Go on. Can what? I just interject here? Go on. Go on. On no. I, so basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, joking, gotcha. On the Apple TV app, yeah, you can't watch anything on Netflix through it. And I googled this, Bruv, You're not listening to I me. Googled what did it. I say? What did I say? I, I said I opened the app. Yeah, clicked on it. Open it. C- opened it. It recommended an iPlayer thing, which I didn't watch. It recommended the the League of Extraordinary. No, not the Extraordinary League. League of, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Not, not that film. What oh, was League of it? Gentlemen. Yeah. League of Gentlemen. Yeah. I clicked on it and yeah. I opened the Netflix app. It opened the Netflix app and then I started to watch a bit of an episode and then I came out of it and I went, oh, we must talk about that on the How to Kill an Hour show. It's not How on, it's interesting. It's not on my one. Are you on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is I, it on your I, phone? It's on, it's, it's on my phone. Are you logged okay, into it? I've, I've just clicked on The League of Gentlemen and on it, it's got listed BBC iPlayer, Netflix and iTunes. So I guess what it's saying is that you can watch it on either of those three platforms through your iPhone. So that's what's but, coming up on my screen. Where? Why is why is Billy? He's so against the cause, isn't he? Because have, 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 have you got this. Netflix installed on your phone though? Yeah, 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 yeah. I googled it, and he said the reason why Netflix don't allow it to go through the Apple TV app is because um, Apple TV app. This is just the TV app. Ah, what was you talking? Ah. What was you saying? It's the new app, the TV app. It's a TV app. It's just a, it's just a TV logo. Yeah. Oh yeah, series one Netflix. Right. Okay. Click on it. Watch in, oh, yeah. I'm watch s- in Netflix. So you have to, you have to actually open the Netflix app. Did I not just say that? 
All right. Please, I'd like you to scroll back. Just use that minus 15 uh, button about like five or six times. Go back and uh, yeah, listen to that again and then you can the, hear Billy. Um, sorry, with the uh, Amazon or the iPlayer ones, you can watch the actual iPlayer stuff through the Apple TV app. Yeah, because app, they're not as much of a threat yet. Netflix is the threat. So what you want to do is you want to be nice. And probably Netflix probably just said no. You have yeah, to come did, to the Netflix yeah. app probably. Yeah. So is that are you right now? Happy now, Billy? I got I got the wrong end of the stick. I apologise. I hold my hands up. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a, I'd like I like to go into two thousand and eighteen, knowing that Billy got the two, the wrong end of the stick, <laughs> wrong end of the app once at least once from us. I've given him the wrong end of the stick. <laughs> uh, Apple's TV. Billy, there was something else you wanted to talk about, wasn't there? Before we press record, was it? Yeah, there was. Yeah, Billy there was. Com- Billy confused. He did. Confused, he did mention yeah. something. I said, mention it to us. After we mentioned the uh, Apple stuff. Oh, the issues with the the thingy-me-jig. Oh, the thingy-me-jig? Yeah. Oh, is that the, in the What's the Me Bob? Yeah. Was oh. it that? Yeah. What was it? You're going to have to remind me. I, I honestly, did, I didn't even Keep write it. old, Billy. I didn't even, yeah, write, I, <laughs> I, I didn't even write it down. Well, hopefully by the end of the episode, if Billy... I'll remind you. Ping, like, that, that light bulb. Like, that's what it was. <laughs> Eureka. Ah, all right. Anyway, right. FIFA. This is another game that people enjoy playing a lot. And I know I said I mentioned a few things that didn't cost as much money. Yeah. Um, so this, in a way, could help to reduce the burden that FIFA may have caused you financially okay. once a year when you're buying a game. Okay, I'm listening. So one of the world's most popular gaming franchises may be changing in a big way. EA's FIFA may look completely different from 2009 onwards in the form of subscription based gaming so that's where you pay a little bit every yeah. month, month or okay. quarter or year or no not a year because that's when the game comes up but every month or quarter or half year whatever depending on what the subscription is we don't know yet to play ea sports fifa 2019 now um this is the chief executive officer andrew wilson he said this he said there's going to be no more annual releases in favor of continuous game updates because i think what what they want to do is, is they want to make there's a lot that changes in football in between one season and another yeah right? transfers transfers bits and bobs and previously in the past what they have done is given us live updates in the game you download packs and stuff right or you can play similar games mm, no they haven't actually no they're not they what actually they, they actually hold that until the next title really and, yeah so if there is a transfer kind of I don't know like a, a big money transfer halfway through the season they don't normally change that with an update at the very least they might change if a, if a player halfway through the season cuts his hair yeah or changes his physical appearance they might change that through an online update yeah but you you might buy um, a game like FIFA 17 and FIFA 18 and the only difference might be the movement of players and wow. yeah so what are your what are your thoughts on on them designing the game that moves towards and this is in, in their words uh a true streaming world where they think about instead of having games where you're, you know, buying things at physical copies, you're pulling down the latest version of the game. Cause th- this could, this could go on to, to be something that is updated yeah. weekly. Do you know what I mean? Sco- scores and stats could be adjusted with immediate effect. Yeah. You well, know, they- Le- Leicester could have some great stats for, for, for the, while they're, while they were playing great and they won the league. Well, this is the thing. I mean, me and Billy, we play it quite a bit. Yeah. And from my perspective, they kind of do that, already with 
the online updates in terms of okay. your um so for instance they will update the statistics like the formations to, and stats okay. for a current team yeah you'll get that up you'll get the yeah. update free yeah, that's what I. That's what yeah. I. And I thought they did the other because you know when there's like derby games, it suggests you. And that derby game is when like you have two big teams from an area that yeah. have a massive rivalry. And you have that. Yeah. Yeah. They come up on the home screen as yeah. quick games. So yeah. I thought that was they'd update everything else, but they don't update everything else. So no, like, but if you wow. had a derby game and it was based on okay, like Arsenal's last league performance, let's say it was bad. What FIFA would do? They would update the stats. For that season, for, no, for that game. For that game. So for the okay. next time when you when you're online, you might play a season game the stats of Arsenal will be different. Okay. The team stats. All right. So that update is free. So what they're saying now is that they will probably charge for that update, but take away the charge of the the annual, whatever, title. 60, £70 pounds you'd pay for the title. Wow. So eBay's success in this ultimate team micropayment. eBay or EA? Uh, eBay. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell what I've been looking on this week. That's, that's, where the, that's where the game goes after every year. The game goes to eBay every year. That's where you shot it. <laughs> you just found out what I'm doing with my coffee. Uh, but, so EA yeah. are really about this this microtransaction. We yeah. spoke about this in last week's episodes. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're about this microtransaction lifestyle where you where they encourage you to pay a little bit or yeah. as we heard last year, yeah. you know, both of you got friends that have paid a lot of money into yeah. these games. As well as that, now they want to go for a subscription-based service. Yeah. It's worked for the likes of Netflix. Yeah. It's worked for Spotify. I mean, Tidal's doing all right. Yeah. A game that you have to pay for monthly. Uh, surely there's other games out there that are like that, are there? No. Are there games you have to subscribe to monthly? There was... Was it Warcraft? I think yeah, I was going to say, there yeah. was, there's, that, there's that one that only thinks uh, that springs to mind. But. Yeah. World of Warcraft. Yeah. I mean, when you've got games where you've got massive communities like that, communities that which could literally um, form a small army, which, a small uh, army, yeah. yeah, that could take on, I don't know, um, yeah. United States. Mm. I mean, um, communities like Warcraft, FIFA, Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty. Yeah. Then there probably is um, a demand from a company perspective to charge um, on a subscription-based fee. But again, we're kind of moving into dangerous territory because when those big companies start doing that, then a lot of other co- companies will, will follow suit okay, and then try and legitimize it through these uh, like nonsensical little add-ons and, and, and bonuses. So long story short, I'm going to ask you both one by one. Funk yeah. first. Yeah. You're a FIFA player, right? Yeah. FIFA fan? Yeah. If the next version of FIFA is online only. Yeah. We'll talk about price because I know that's important because you could say you could say yeah and I could be like one million pounds a month or whatever, but let's yeah. be realistic. If if it costs something like I don't know, let's let's divide the current cost of the game. Should we call it sixty quid? Yeah. Sixty divided by ten and a little bit less than that, because there's twelve months in a year. If it was a fiver a month for the new FIFA, how would you feel about that? That's okay. Okay, All right. So you do it, yeah, just because it's 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 the same sort of money for you. On on the basis that at the end of that year, another title doesn't come out, because that's yeah, that's what I'm getting from it. That okay. every year they're not going to release another title. They're just going to have they, one yeah. FIFA. Yeah, they just call it I don't know FIFA yeah. FIFA Universe. Yeah, or they or they might have a, a, a major update once a year. Be cool with that. Just a big download. So they'd say to you, big download. 
if they're going to change massive parts as long of the as game. that big download is included in my subscription fee okay cool all right and would you, and they locked you in or what if it's a netflix deal where you could kind of come out when you want it well this is the thing netflix has changed they'll change the look of the site they'll yeah. change the content yeah but there isn't um a large jump in the in the pricing from once you pay your initial subscription it just stays the same yeah i mean they'll chuck in um at some point every i don't know maybe 12 months they might increase yeah. the subscription price yeah. but they won't be in like an overall kind of um, um, yeah. bulk price that you have to kind of chuck on on top okay. so right. it's difficult I mean FIFA have built up uh, a very loyal and uh, dependent fan base mm. and that's 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 the problem a lot of us uh, fans of football are dependent on the, the franchise now we've lost uh, a lot of faith in its nearest rivals compared to Pro Evo yeah and if we want to kind of play a game outside of the real game in the real world, we, we always look to FIFA, we don't even look to pro. So unless mm. a viable competitor kind of enters the marketplace now and challenges FIFA for that position, they're always going to be able to kind of charge these ridiculous prices. What if the subscription cost was a little bit more? Than the game. So if you're talking like a seven fifty a month, do you yeah. think that they've done enough for you to stay with them? Like I, like I'm with Apple again. I think me as a lover of football, I, f- I think I've hit that point where I, I probably have no choice. I have no choice <laughs> in the matter. So, <laughs> it's just the force. The force is literally kind of making me reach into my pocket, take out my wallet, and hand over my card details. So it's, you're literally just saying, have 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 your wicked way. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a slave to the rhythm. Slave to the rhythm. Uh, Billy Boy, what's your take on the matter, man? Um, in in a way, I don't really mind it because at the end of the day, a few years a few years ago, I thought to myself, FIFA would work if it was just a game updated every year because all you really have is a few gameplay tweaks and some players moving. Mm-hmm. There's not that mm-hmm. massive change that FIFA used to have. FIFA used to have like a massive gameplay change. Yeah. They've kind of reached a plateau where they need to, need to like tweak it here and there. Yeah. Um, Even the graphics don't really change that much. Not that much anymore, no. Um, I'm a different mind to funk. If it was any more than £3 a month, I'd start to consider if it'd be worth it. £3 a month, 3 times 12, what's that, 36? So three, I hate to say four quid, four quid, no more than five. Five's like my absolute limit. I'm not paying. Do you know what? I'm, I'm with you on that because if on top of that, then you have to play the PlayStation Plus price, then yeah, that, that is getting a bit silly. Part of me thinks that they're they're going to do this right, and then they're going to release Ultimate Team as a standard as oh, a standard yeah, as a standard yeah, disc. So yeah. that's a completely different game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would I'd buy the full game yeah. if it was at three four quid, no more than a fiver, because a fiver is what sixty quid. I mean, I mean, I pay fifty quid for my game now. It's an extra ten. I could probably stomach it if they're going to continually support it, and, they, and if they're going to listen to listen to their community and say, oh. This doesn't work, and then they fix it because at the moment some stuff's broken on FIFA. So is that extra ten on top of what you would pay for the PlayStation online subscription as well? What do you mean? Is it like the actual disc? No. So the PlayStation Plus, the the, the price that you have to pay to play online gaming on PlayStation is one set price. Would you add an extra ten pound, or f- sorry, three pound a month on top of that? Would you be happy? Oh with wow, that? yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I'll pay forty pound a month. Forty pound a month. Jesus. Forty pound a year for my online. Yeah. So you're saying, and so if you count yeah. in, you're you're paying. And also check this, guys, as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this at you as well. You don't only play FIFA. So how would you feel if your whole game catalog? <laughs> 
now said because the one thing about FIFA is if yeah. you wanted to I'm not saying you would but if you wanted to and the game finished yeah. uh, the, a new game came out yeah. you could still play the old game the old disc the old download but if you no you couldn't though because none of your friends will be on the old yeah, game. You, I'm, so saying you could, I'm just saying you could hypothetically. Yeah, you could. You can. You have the choice too. You but, have the choice, but that's that's but, what that's but, what FIFA knows. FIFA knows that the the incubation it, period of a game. Hear me out. Hear me yeah, out, brother. Go on. That you do sometimes go back and play. I an never old go school. back. You never go back. No, that's yeah. what I'm I saying. Go, never I go back and play old school games. Though. Never. I do. Not with FIFA. Because no, as no, as no, as no, no, not with FIFA. Oh, but with all all. Let's leave FIFA now. I'm saying all of your titles. now became moving forward. Pay as you go. Yeah. All right, okay. So then. now now if you have 10 games yeah. you have to spend 50 pound a month. They've already got games. that though. Yeah, that's they've what, already got that. That's what that's they've got on the PlayStation Plus so you and can, Xbox. Yeah, they you can you can go back and play retro titles and old games. But but, but if you want to go back and play that game, yeah. they say to you you have to pay your fiver again. So say there's a game that comes out a single title that comes out and does let's say an uncharted game. Yeah. You play it yeah. and then you might put that down. Yeah. Uh say for any reason you just want to go back and play a little bit more of it, you have to start you have to pay your fiver again. Or, or or will there be limits to sort of your saves? Can you can you keep your save data and then just not pay a? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what? Like at what point would you be comfortable with paying? Would you be comfortable playing it pay as you earn for all your games? Well, on Xbox, pay as you go. There's something called Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. And you have there's not like retro retro games. There's a game that's been out a couple of years ago. Games yeah. out a year ago. They're not major titles at the moment. But if you pay fifteen pound a month, you get access to all those hundreds of games. Yeah. And you can play them for as long as you want and whatever. Okay, all right, all right. Let me first. That's, that's where the, they're going. This is what I'm getting yeah. at. If you, all right. So, for example, games this year: Mario, Zelda, uh, FIFA, COD, COD. Yeah, yeah. Would you be cool with paying five a month for all of those? Twenty quid a month for all those games, or would you rather have the choice to just buy the game outright and have the title and use it when you want? That's outright. what I'm getting. All right. So that's so that's what I'm saying. We could be moving towards a world where everything's pay as you go, like FIFA. Like games that are big franchises like Mario's, Zelda's. It's interesting. I'm just saying it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because it's cool when it's one game, but yeah. when it's all games, yeah. now I'm like, what? It's quite, it was, sorry. it's quite interesting because Sky do, or well, they used to do something whereby you um, you paid for the rental of a film. And then they send you out the physical film yeah, as well. Yeah, they, used, yeah. they used actually send yeah. out the physical copy. Still do that, you know? Yeah. yeah still do and um, I recently rented a film on the PlayStation Store. Obviously, mm-hmm. you don't get the physical copy as well. So even if I was to buy it on the PlayStation Store, they wouldn't send the physical copy. So yeah. it's, kind of, it's kind of difficult because I know Sky always... Um, sorry, I know PlayStation always say that um, if you're the kind of the, the license holder of that account, then you you can hold the data. But I remember um, very famously, Bruce Willis had that situation with Apple whereby when he bought the tunes for his kids and he wanted to pass them down, he found out he didn't own the data and he couldn't yeah. pass it down to yeah. his children. So who so knows? You had, to, you had to pay for a subscription for each of your kids to play a game. Yeah, well, this is the thing. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe we are, it isn't a, a pay-to-go situation if we pay for that one off game of FIFA that one off game of okay. Call of Duty maybe we can't actually pass it down to um, whoever I think I'm happy with paying for titles one bit by bit yeah. I prefer that I, I wouldn't like I wouldn't like any sort what's of what's that situation. Billy I wouldn't like go on so I got a question for you guys go on if gaming went um, like the Spotify model and you got access to every single game new and old yeah. yes. how much would you pay a month now I'm involved now, now, now you can take a tenner from me a month 
I'm honest. I want to choose. I want to pick and choose with that because it's not like music. I feel like I could just browse through yeah. music, enjoy wide ranges of music. But yeah. with gaming, I feel like I want to get a game, spend some time with it, and then move on. That's but, just me. But wasn't Apple trying to do that with with the um, big movie releases where they at the point where it hits cinema, you can pay a certain amount of money and you can watch it at, ho- at yeah, home. Pay extra to watch it at home. Yeah. And Netflix just went. How about we just make Stranger Things? <laughs> <laughs> Checkmate. I just, I just said, hey, this is how it's going to yeah, be from now on. Yeah. But wow, the industry really is shitting itself. Uh, anyway, next, speaking speaking of films and stuff, uh, something happened this week, man. The Force. In a galaxy. <laughs> Aye, bruv. Bruv. In a galaxy far, far... <laughs> In a galaxy far, 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 far away, away. Uh, a couple of geezers, yeah. some light swords. Fuck <laughs> you know, mate. They have this thing called the Force. I tell you, it's proper, mate. Like, They're trying to stop his dark side, uh, mate. The dark side, proper dark. <laughs> so there's some darkies, right? Yeah, some darkies, and they were they were on the light side. There's some darkies, and there's this little green guy who backwards he spoke. He's mad, yeah. And uh, nah. So the new Star Wars came out. Yeah. Uh, bruv. The verdict. I don't like that side, man. I don't like that. Do you know, can I just say one thing? I was in hysterics yesterday because um, a friend of mine, Danny J. Lewis, mm-hmm. um, um, big, big uh, uh, garage producer and mm-hmm. teacher, in fact, educator. Like, you know. Yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. Yeah. And he's a big, big Star Wars fan. Right. What? Trekkies are called Star Star Trek are called Trekkies. What yeah. Star Star Wars people uh, called? I don't know. What, what are they called? Warsies. Was it Star Warsies? I'll Google that while you tell your yeah. story. Go on. But he said, yeah, that the new Star Wars film has been has drawn comparisons to Spaceballs. Do you remember the film Spaceballs? It was actually a spoof, yeah. yeah. Which, um, oh my gosh, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, there's there's no short name apparently that's what the internet told okay. me but anyway currently yeah. yeah so but, spoof um, film so like yeah. a like a parody yeah 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 and you need to see this film the film's hilarious I've not seen Spaceballs I'm gonna yeah. be honest go on share um, it with me tell me yeah so Spaceballs has got has got Dan Aykroyd and yeah. he's supposed to be like this giant dog which is supposed to be like a, a form of Chewbacca in the film okay um uh, and it's directed by uh, is it on there on the screen is it directed oh by? yeah oh, I can find out uh, Mel Brooks yes so obviously if you know Mel Brooks and he's famous for films like Blazing Saddles and he was taking the the mick out of, of slaps sort of slapstick yeah, parody slap, sort slapstick of stuff. parody comedy yeah. but the whole point of this is that the Star Wars franchise is taken very seriously by its fans and its followers and mm. for it to be compared to a parody film something which is poured millions and millions and millions practically billions the franchise is worth and yeah. um, and someone's comparing this serious film to a comedy it kind of made me pause it kind of made me pause in, in the motion of grabbing my jacket and my, my 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 wallet to go out and see this this film do you know what the reason I went <sighs> because I don't like to say this a lot because I feel like sometimes I get caught up in the moment 
when I'm doing stuff. Like I always say, when we're out trying stuff for How to Kill an Hour, yeah. I've always had the best time at yeah. that moment. And yeah. then I go back and I reflect. I'm like a kid. I'm like that. I'm yeah. like a kid. Like yeah. a kid's yeah. like, this is the best ever. Yeah. And the next day, this is the best ever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. like, I'm like that. I walked out of, and I did go to go and see it. I saw the BFI IMAX. So I saw it big screen. Mm. Like the screen was so big, you have to take a lift to get up to the point where I was at. No okay. joke. And it was, it's probably the best film I saw in 2017. Best what? film I saw in 2017. I'm trying to think what came out this year. I don't know, but I my mind is blank for anything else. Obviously, that, that, obviously, that, remember that, my last experience was that them league, that old you know yeah, them, that yeah. justice thing. Yeah, so yeah. it's that. Didn't Spider Man so, come out this year though? Spider-Man, Homecom- Sp- Homecoming, Sp- Spider Man. But, but even even if you were to doesn't whether it did or not, I feel like oh no no no. Here's what the Star Wars. Hold on, hold on. We need to stop. We need to stop right there. Four came out this year. It's better than four. Yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, for me, for me. Okay. For me. I'm well, honest. And I'm a Star Wars fan. Okay. Uh I'm even wearing a Star Wars tracksuit today. That, okay. that should have given you a clue yeah, yeah. how I feel about this. Yeah. Um and it's Christmas. I'm not even a Christmas job. You're one with the force. I am one with the force. I feel like here's what here's where it got for me. Yeah. Is that Disney are in a very hard position. And they were in a very hard position, they spent a lot of money acquiring the franchise that is Star Wars. And that means one of the things is is we've had a lot of merchandise around and that's obviously one way of making money back. But they're under a lot of pressure to not only impress people who were born when the original Star Wars film came out yeah. 40 years ago or longer. Yeah, longer. Yeah, longer than that. Longer. Yeah, for more than 40 years <laughs> yeah. ago. They've got to, they've got to uh, impress people that have seen that and have been following the franchise since then. And then they've got a, then they've got a second wave, the mm-hmm. episode one mm-hmm. to three lot, which is yeah. like my age. Yeah. And then they've got the new Star Wars fans to yeah. impress as well. Yeah. yeah. So that's three generations of franchise fans. I don't know any franchises that have, that have had to do it apart from Star Trek really for mm-hmm. such a long time. So that, that many, those big sort of waves of customers mm-hmm. and they have a real big, they had a big, uh, let's say a big opportunity that they could have fucked up royally. Yeah. Now, where the film is slightly safe, where you don't see everything, yeah, uh, like, you know, you might want to see a bit more uh, of a certain style of fight. I'm going to try not to spoil it. A certain style of fighting or you might want to see a bit more of, uh, I'm trying not to spoil it. Or you might want to see some more, get some more information about Jedis, for example. Yeah. Or you might want more information about the dark side, yeah. where certain people came from. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it gave me enough to want to watch the next film, but I got to see enough of uh, st- enough of the things from the original set of Star Wars films from like three to six. Uh, then so four to six. Then I got mm-hmm. a bit of uh, uh, there was a bit of a, some elements that they had from the first three films where they had some comedy in there, yeah. which is some of it was a little bit like oh come on mate, leave yeah. it. Like I feel like I could have done with a little bit less comedy, but the storyline. Mm-hmm. I felt gave me enough to want to watch the next film, but then the visuals, mm. and I don't know whether this was because I was at the IMAX. The visuals were amazing. There's this fight that happens on a salt planet. Okay. So if you see the trailer, you might see a, a white planet mm-hmm. uh, and red uh, trails behind things that are chasing each other around. It's because, it, and you're wondering why. It's not because they're letting off smoke behind them. It's because they're they're on a on a layer, a thin layer of salt, and as they break through the salt, it brings up the dust underneath it. Visually. Those scenes were amazing. Yeah. I was sitting there and I was like getting cold sweats and shivers down my spine watching this just beautiful scenery, these massive chases and fight scenes. Mm. And I was like, this is great, man. And like, you could really feel, I felt the force. 
don't the you force think, was in me, bruv. Don't you think Star Wars has always kind of um, leaned on the whole aesthetics side of things? Yeah. As opposed to his storyline. Yeah. Is is it the most complex storyline ever? Did it leave my brain, brain bamboozled? Was it a, a seven yeah. In terms of mind fucky, fuckery, or was it was it like a sore? In terms of I didn't know what was going to come not next. A, it's not a memento or, from Christopher Nolan. No. no, it wasn't a memento. Was it a was it a Training Day? Yeah, nah, it wasn't. Yeah. But but if I go and watch a film like Training Day, I'm not going to want a Star Wars experience. Mm-hmm. If I go to watch a Star Wars experience film, I want a Star Wars experience, and I got a Star Wars experience. Okay. Yeah, I saw lightsabers. Yeah. yeah, I saw I saw you know the dark side yeah. being very dark. I yeah. saw I saw the some good happening. I, I felt I felt the loss of certain characters okay. when they when they passed away. Okay, um, and you get to see things happening with the force that you didn't know were possible, man. Okay, so there's some great stuff in there. And obviously, um, for people who are novices and yeah. complete newbies, uh, Star Wars virgins, where was this? Where does this come in regards to Rogue One? So Rogue One, Rogue One was out of sequence, really, wasn't it? So Rogue One was out of sequence. Yeah. So this comes in, if you're looking at the Star Wars franchise, you've got episode four, five, six, which are the first three films. Yeah. Then the next three films gave you episodes one, two, and three. Yeah. So, which come before so, four, five, six. That's it. Yeah. So you've got, so you got one, two, three, four, five, six. Then this is seven, eight, and then you've got nine. So we've had the seventh, which yeah. was not Rogue One, the one before that. Yeah. This is the eighth, and then you've got the ninth in, in this but triple trilogy. Isn't Rogue One number between, between three and four? It's between... It's between three and four. It's, yeah, so it's yeah. when Vader's alive and Vader's like freshly Vader. Freshly had his limbs cut off, put yeah. on again, and he's got the black suit on. But the thing is, that's a, oh, there's a part of the film where they mention Vader in a way that you would not expect Darth Vader to be spoken about. Like Darth Vader is approached as this character. You almost... They almost don't talk about him. Yeah. Like no one really wants to say his name. Okay. He's like a Voldemort character, really. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. he is the baddest of the bad. Okay. The way they talk about him really breaks down how the dark side works, man. Mm. They are si- and the way that they used mind games to bring you over. To, like it's the mind games between between the sides. Like so, some of it's physical, but there's there's you know there's games, conversations. I don't know I feel emotive like it. Like people feel about Game of Thrones. Man. Yeah. I didn't know what was gonna happen. Yeah. Come from it. It was amazing. Great film. Great I think film. when you watch a film again, I d- you don't realise how political oh, the film oh, is. Oh, man. Un- <laughs> it's quite a political um, film. Amazing. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. You know, there's a lot of people bashing it, but I really, really enjoyed it. It did okay. a lot for me. I'll give it another go. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, certainly, man. Certainly. Uh, anyway, in the uh, entertainment world, uh, we've obviously heard about the acquisition of, of Disney acquiring 20th Century Fox. That's quite relevant because they actually own Star Wars. They now own everything. Marvel, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Almost. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, there's just been more talk about it. It's Obviously, this it's, has been big, uh, big exciting news because people are wondering in the lead up to the new Avengers Infinity mm-hmm. War, mm-hmm. are characters that were previously owned by Fox, are they going to make an appearance? Those characters would be some of the Fantastic Four, Wolverine, I believe, as well. Yeah, exactly. By them. Yeah. yeah, so... It's, uh, it's going to be one heck of an experience. If they can churn out more quality content, yeah. that would be great. Um, but I feel like this is probably a move... And we've already mentioned this on the show, so I don't want to dwell on it too long, but Disney, I think the whole entertainment industry is feeling the effects of the Netflix model and it's making them concerned. And I think by Disney getting this big, they've got a lot under the bonnet. Like they've like their acquisition includes like sport because obviously Fox got sports. Yeah. Uh, the news side of things is going to be obviously very interesting for them yeah. to have a hold on. Yeah. Uh, like you said, the franchises. So I think, they're really preparing for war. I think we're going to see some aggressive moves because they're going to have to be aggressive because mergers like that, uh, I don't want to be boring, but they say that you, they, you don't make as much money off massive mergers. They're harder to make ROI on mm-hmm. of a percentage that you know mm-hmm. you could make on slightly smaller acquisitions. Yeah. Um, so but what does that mean for um, Netflix's back catalogue? Because a lot of it mm-hmm. is... <laughs> mm-hmm. That's going to be... Um, so, like, if the kids want to watch Disney films yeah. at Christmas, yeah. or if we want to watch Disney films at Christmas, are we going to go to Netflix? Or are Netflix going to have to make their own batch because they're, they're yeah. getting good with their originals? Or are we going to go to another subscription service, a mm-hmm. Disney mm-hmm. Fox yeah. subscription, where you can get the first views of the Star Wars films, first streams of the Avengers mm-hmm. franchise, Spider-Man films, first streams of the, of, you know, of all the animated films at Disney Park. So yeah, we'll see. We'll I see. can smell something between Apple and Disney on the horizon. I think that mm. might be the next um credible um kind of union. That would sort. be scary. Yeah. Not as in scary bad, but as in the size of a company. Yeah. Maybe, wow. maybe not a union in, in terms of company, but in terms of content, if Apple yeah. TV were to say um, because Disney have never put their content on Netflix. Mm. And that's one thing I've always looked onto the, the kids section when I was trying to show some films to my boys and I couldn't find any Disney films in there yeah. whatsoever. No Jungle Book for you, sir. No. And and the thing is as well, with a lot of the Marvel films, they appear in there for a short period of time. So mm. it's like they lease their, their films to Netflix for a period of time and then they take them off. Yeah. So maybe Apple could get some sort of long-term arrangement. Maybe. Yeah. I'm surprised that Apple don't do you've got Apple Music now mm-hmm. like Spotify I'm surprised they don't do like a 
TVs and movies version of Apple Music. You pay a subscription fee, you watch all the films and stuff that are on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. That would yeah. that'd make a killing. I mean, I, I'd pay for that. Yes, I think subscription modeling is the way. Like we've seen it from EA now, seen it from Netflix. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's the way forward. Um, one thing that we see a lot of online as well is Facebook baiting funk. Okay. You might not have heard the phrase as it is, but you know what it is. I mean, did you know of, of, of what I'm about to say about being called Facebook baiting? Have no. you heard of Facebook baiting before? Facebook baiting is trolling. Is it's kind of like uh, share this if you're born in the nineties. Okay, uh, you know, um, like or, chain letters. Yeah, kind of that's yeah that kind of thing. Or like you know, tag a friend if you're born in the nineties. Retweet this or you'll yeah. die. <laughs> Do you remember when you used to get those text messages and send this to yeah. 10 people or you're going to die? Yes, yeah. if you don't send this to 10 people, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, and say Harambe five times in a mirror is going to come and get you. Um, but, you know, basically, Facebook aren't too happy with people using that kind of style of post. Like, tag a mate. It's Friday. Tag a mate who's going to end up like this and you see a really drunk person. Mm. Apparently... That those sort of people that have hacked the tre- how to get into the trending areas of Facebook posts, you know, because mm. you know, let's let's be honest, big companies like Unilad mm. and Lad Bible, mm. they sometimes use techniques like that. They make yeah. their own original content, yeah. but they use techniques like yeah. that. Uh, I think was that your your alarm? Uh, I think that um, or basically posts that are like you know share this and Bill Gates will give you 10 grand or offer a chance to win something you know if you click a link or you know stuff like that they they want to get rid of and they also want to get rid of the sort of obvious sort of share this if you if you're born in the 90s blah 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 so they're creating AI to knock that out of the park okay do you are you offended by this sort of content on Facebook does this does this I'm not offended I'm I'm skeptical on why the company has taken the position like that because trending is what exactly makes companies like Twitter and Facebook yeah. and Snapchat um, profitable. Yeah. When they're trending, it, it, it's, uh, it causes an influx of demand and, and the user base kind of goes up. So yeah. I think I can understand the position they're trying to take, trying to look like socially and morally responsible yeah. in, in regards to how their their products are being used, but they've got a vested interest to make sure that yeah. their stuff trends. So like whether it's big pages like Unilad or um, the Lad Bible and those other kind of um, um, media mm. sites, which have massive, massive fo- not just massive followings, but the the engagement, and that's what the key is: the engagement yeah. levels are are crazy. And their content's good. Yeah. It's not, I'm, I mean, do you get... It's, Facebook is so like you can take it and leave it. Like some of that content, like, you know, like, oh, you know, it's Friday night, tag a mate who's going to be like this. And like, oh, you know what? Yeah. Funny, man. And the thing is, good subjective. At the yeah. end of the day, we're, we're saying it's good based on the fact the numbers of people that are sharing it. If yeah. they didn't like it, they wouldn't share it. Exactly. So, They'd leave it. They'd leave it alone. So, yeah. I just don't understand what would be the reason behind stopping this, what they, they're saying this leads to. I think they're just concerned about Facebook but not be in a place where people go and share genuine issues and conversation. I think they're just worried about it becoming a, hey, click this if you think this. Hey, look at that if you like that. But yeah. I'm like, whatever, man. Yeah. Yeah, impartial. But they, they're still going to let people off who want genuine things. Like, for example, that's why they want the AI to be cleverer than cutting everything yeah. off. So if you're like, I've lost my cousin. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm going to be honest, someone who's uh, my parents' next door neighbor mm-hmm. went missing. Mm-hmm. And their son put out a post on Facebook saying, can you share this picture of him 
and the picture got thousands and thousands of of shares on Facebook and comments and somebody on a canal boat that had Wi-Fi, 2017 baby, uh, saw his picture and contacted and said that they saw him on the canal. They searched up and down the area of the canal and they found him shortly. He was, I won't get into it too far, but he's a bit dazed and confused for whatever reasons, mm-hmm. but they ain't going to cut off posts like that because I love that sort of stuff. Yeah. So that's, that's amazing stuff yeah. on social media. Or when you have people that have genuine problems and, and it reaches the people that can yeah. help them. I think something has sprung to mind that if Facebook has been set up as a, a company that, as, that mines data, mm. I guess what they're trying to combat against is um, their data being skewed. Because if you look at, if you take 100 people and their Facebook timeline consists of the same content because it's been shared, yeah. you can't actually get a gist of who those people are because right. they're all sharing the same content. So I guess it's, what what they're trying to say is that it's it's a distraction from what they're trying to get out right. of the information. So Facebook has been set up to kind of find out what do you find funny? What do you like to eat? What do you um, watch on TV? What do now if that is being distracted and skewed by the fact that you are sharing what this other person shares, what this other person shares, what this other person shares, because um, these media hubs within Facebook are kind of putting infectious slogans to generate a trend. It kind of doesn't allow Facebook to kind of, it acts as like a, um, a block so they can't actually see the data that they're trying to, to, to garner from okay. the whole. So they want to see your political standpoint. They yeah. want to see where you're out on a Friday and night. And they can't see that if you're they putting laughing yeah. cats. They don't want to know that you were that you know that you find I don't, yeah dancing cats funny because yeah. it's skanking to it. But dancing cats are the shit, man. Yeah, dancing cats are great. I hate dancing. Put cats. a smile on my face. What dancing dogs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, fine. Let's uh, let's uh, switch up a little bit. Uh, so uh, you posted about this on your social media, Funk Butcher, on Twitter. Well, did I see it on your Facebook? I don't know, but it doesn't matter where you put it. It was hilarious. Yeah. It also made me feel concerned about purchasing a new computer in the future that has high specs. <laughs> Please take it away. Okay, so just recently, um, Apple have kind of released their new um, member to their Mac family. And it's, it's been about a good five years since they've had any kind of new introduction to the the, the upper end of the, the pro um, co- of the computer family, which is targeted at the professional users. So they've had the MacBook Airs and all that kind of stuff, which I think they've taken off the market, the MacBook Airs, mm. and they've concentrated on the MacBook Pros. They've pissed off a lot of us by removing the USBs, the audio jacks, everything. It's just, <laughs> it's just a screen with, with keys in it now. and It's telepathic. It's telepathic, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Soon you're not going to need fingers to kind of <laughs> do the typing. So Raise your eyebrows to do the typing. Exactly, yeah, to, yeah. With Rainbrow. So they've brought in that aspect with the new MacBook Pros. I think they came out about two to three years ago now. They've got the Mac Pro, which hasn't changed in about five years. They've, the, they've got that model, which is very iconic. It looks like a little R2-D2 kind of computer size looks like a dustbin really i've got one but it's really really cute really nice and really uh, powerful as well Mm. what they try to do they try to build something which bridges the two worlds between 
the iMac, which is basically a screen and computer rolled into one kind of unibody system, and they make a professional version of that. So they try to bridge the the MacBook Pros and the Mac Pros and have something in between. Yeah. So they've built the iMac Pro. The difference is the price is not in between. <laughs> so far, what would you say price? I mean, how much does it cost for a 3.2 gigahertz 8-core Intel Xenon W processor, the Xeon W processor turbo boost up to 4.2 gigahertz? You see, the thing is, when you're looking... <laughs> you see, the thing is, yeah, when you're looking at a MacBook Pro, I mean, the top of the range MacBook Pro, you're probably looking at around at a push three and a half to four for the the top MacBook Pro, mm. the laptop mm. version for professional users, mm. graphic designers, music producers, whatever. Yeah. The top Mac Pro, it's that little thing, looks like a little dustbin. You're probably looking at around with all the specs on there, the fastest compressor, the, the most storage, whatever, biggest RAM. You're probably looking at around maybe five to six. Yeah. Okay. Five to six K. That's with all the trimmings. The top, top, top spec of this new iMac Pro, which is announced this week, yeah? It's got terabytes of this and, you I know. Saw, I saw a brilliant point. This computer costs as much as what the current valuation of one Bitcoin is. One, bi <laughs> one Bitcoin currently on the market is valued at £10,000. So this is actually more than wow. what one Bitcoin is. The new iMac Pro comes in at a whopping £12,700 plus change. Damn. Daniel? Damn, Daniel. Is it is it specced up in a way that would make you think, wow, this is an investment? You would have to be versed in that computer jargon to understand what those capabilities could do because other than that, a Mac Pro top of the range or a, or a MacBook Pro top of the range would be wholly sufficient. This is just the lunacy of the area of the era rather post um, Steve Jobs passing. Since Steve Jobs, uh, God bless his soul, passed, the company has become one which seems to care more about money than anything else um the functionality of their products has kind of taken a backseat and they are literally about how much can we fleece this um, um blind blindly loyal um consumer base and with the, the latest iphone handset coming in at over a thousand pounds over because the iPhone 8 I think is comes in around about 800 pounds offline they're doing the same thing with this new iMac Pro there's no real logical justification to have a computer priced at 12,700 pounds it's like it's more than a car here in the UK <laughs> Damn. seriously you, you can you can actually for 12,700 pounds you could go out and buy a Toyota Prius and become an Uber driver and have some change left over. You could also put down a deposit for a house. Yeah. Oh, maybe not in London. It wouldn't be enough. You could put down a deposit for a small garage. Yeah, a shed. A shed. A garage share. Yeah. 
and, and parking space. And that, yeah, yeah and a that's parking a, space. Yeah, parking space. And that's a shed in maybe Hackney if you're lucky. Not not no, like yeah. that's that's a rabbit hole in Kensington, yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I say shed, yeah, I mean that. I mean yeah. a toy shed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Barbie house, a Barbie house <laughs> at the bottom of the car. Crazy. That's yeah. a, you know, if you want to get that Mac or you've got that Mac, please let us know because I will not be reviewing that for the show <laughs> unless we get sent that for free, baby. The only recognizable so difference is that it's black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matte black finish. Wow, that's crazy, man. Maybe the paint's expensive. I mean, there's there's before we like jog on from this. I mean, there's one angle where it could be like you know, people don't complain when Bentley give you quality car for ex- for like really expensive prices or, or people like you know Ferrari or, or, or Lamborghini but I guess but f- but you're gonna, need, you're gonna need that level of performance yeah Bentley's never started off being at the same price as a Fiat Punto and I think that's what the difference is so it's the 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 journey of Apple is that once upon a time they were affordable affordable for all and now they've kind of increasingly entered into the market of the super rich they're still giving you the choice to get the other if they got rid of all the other Macs that would be dread but they've still got you've still got a choice though let's be honest you don't have to buy this I don't think there is anymore I think (laughs) (laughs) well I mean what is on the lower end of the the price range in a few years time there won't be anything less than a thousand pound I find that scary yeah I find that scary oh we will keep you up to date and uh, we'll let you know ways to rob banks to get your hands on the new (laughs) Mac Um, anyway Apple have filed a patent for a digital assistant that is capable of detecting whispered speech input, whispered speech input, and providing a whispered speech response. Basically, if you whisper to Siri, yeah, they Apple might be trying to make Siri whisper back to you. So I know you what they called it. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? Exactly. Because uh, if you whisper, I mean, they can't even hear you when you're talking normally. Yeah. yeah. Siri, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Why are you saying I am a ducking idiot? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man. Wow. Apple. Siri. Mm. Whispering. Just a patent, though. I'm going to be honest. Just a patent at the moment. But yeah. it's one of those things. That obviously, big tech companies throw out a lot of patents or mm-hmm. get a lot of patents signed yeah. just in case I want to use that technology. Is there a practical use for a whispering Siri? Has Siri ever fucked up people? I suppose if you have your phone announcing people people's names like you are being called by side chick three yeah side man one is calling i think if you're um underneath the beds of yeah. the, the, the 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 significant other that you've been seeing yeah. on the side yeah. and his uh her bodybuilding partner comes home from lunch unexpectedly and you need to call the <laughs> you, need to, you need to call for a cab yeah. then i guess whispering siri could um Siri, open Uber. Open Uber. Siri, help me. Yeah. I'm going to die. I'm sorry. (laughs) I did not hear that. (laughs) Could you say that again? So yeah, whispering Siri. We'll see how that goes, man. We'll see how that goes. I mean, would you you whisper to your... Would you like to be seen whispering to your phone? No, but I guess they must have gauged that um, I have heard that some people find it uncomfortable talking loudly in public to their... um, Phone. Their, their phone or, some or their watch people, yeah. as well some people have no problem speaking loudly in public do they yeah on the phone yeah hello yeah ah. I had someone like that on the train today yeah I know their, all their details is it a conscious thing and they want to share it with the world or do you think certain people have no idea of their volume I think it's a social thing I think social thing in the sense that it um, 
projects their social status, their importance, their level of importance by projecting their diary to everyone that's on the, the train carriage or on the bus with them. Yeah. Yes, um, I'll be signing a deal for 2.5 million. Oh, oh Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, we're going for caviar later. <laughs> Which I'm sure is um, is is very very interesting and, and very insightful. But I want to be on your train. Yeah, I want to be yeah. your train. Sound like it's popping, man. You, yeah. need to, you need to do some networking. You need to drop some mix CDs, some business cards on your train, man. Uh, anyway, that wraps up this week's episode of How to Kill an Hour. Uh, we've got best of coming up to take you through the the, the Christmas days. Yeah, we're not going to say Christmas cheer. I'm feeling I'm feeling very Christmassy since it snowed in London Lies! in 2017. I feel very I feel very Christmassy. Really, I've seen my best film of the year this month. Okay, uh, I've sorted out 99.99999999 percent of my presents. Okay, uh, yeah, I feel I feel very Christmassy. I feel like the snow gave me Christmas cheer. <laughs> that one piece of snow for well, one day. I had a good bit of snow. We I made a little snowman. <laughs> threw it at someone. <laughs> little little projector. Even I, I even didn't feel sad when I walked past an estate and there, there were kids on a roof dressed, dashing snowballs because their aim was so bad they hit everything but me. And I was like, "Come on, then!" And they were like, "You didn't uh, want them to have their asbos in force, then?" Nah, nah. <laughs> and I didn't see yellow snowballs as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to watch uh, out for ones. You got me in the mouth, man. Oh. I feel Christmas. How about you? Feeling Christmassy, Billy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. oh, shall I try and find a Christmas song for us to wrap up this show on this year yeah. instead of the usual the usual tune? What have I got? What have know. I got? Oh man, what's that the, is the, just funny. the generic ones. Oh, no oh. more I carry though. It's Christmas. <laughs> Do you know I saw? Um, Shouts to Austin Darbo. He's yeah. the head of um, yeah, cool. Spotify. Like playing the background music. Song, yeah. um, and he put up a post about Mariah Carey's royalties around Christmas. Yeah. It is it is incredible. How much obviously, is making? Obviously, Christmas is the time of year where Mariah Carey literally just she cakes. Yeah. Because she's got that, that so, so is this set her career every yeah, Christmas? Every every year her her royalties spike. Wow. Like how how much are we talking about? Um, like so, no, it's something ridiculous, like five thousand percent. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. That's crazy. Should have played that tune, really. But. No, I don't hear it. All right, cool. Anyway, I'll be Marcus Bronzy. I hope you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have a great Christmas, New Year's, uh, and I hope you look forward to our best I'll of the years episode that come that weekend. All the best bits that happened in How to Kill an Hour over the last few. Um, any Christmas messages for the guys, Bill? Nah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, just 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 make it through, mate. Make it. What is this? A trap version of. Uh, mumble rap Let, Can we leave mumble rap in 2017? Gucci down to the sacks <laughs> Baby <laughs> What? Do you want to Alright go on then Before we get out of there What yeah. do you want to leave in 2017? Um, 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 Apple's prices Re- What? Okay yeah that's cool that's Yeah okay, yeah okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, sure, Who else? What, what else is staying there? Uh, uh, Apple's prices Netflix's um, price increase as well. Yeah, saw that. That was a, that was a sneaky one. All right, cool. Yeah, just because you gave us Stranger Things, it's, right. it's, it's not on. Um, 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 yeah, that's it. All right, cool. Uh, I don't know what I want to leave behind. Yeah. I don't know. I think I want to take everything with me and more. Anyway, yeah. have a great Christmas and years. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. You've been killing some time with I, Marcus Bronzy, me, Funk Butcher, and me, Producer Bill. 
I want Billy to be happy next year. <laughs> All right, safe. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.